This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! Episode 29 in the treehouse. 29? Yeah. Can you believe it? That's wild. It is a little wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me tell you about my drama of trying to get over here. I went to brunch with our good friend Jennifer Smith. Uh-huh. I parked in the parking garage like at Crockett and West 7th. So you, you know pay that like little? 20 bucks? Well, let me tell you. I got my little ticket. Mm-hmm. We went to Toasted. You can validate your parking there. Validated my parking. Went to leave and pay. And it said, you owe 20 bucks. And I was like, gosh, dang it. I got this validated. But I was like, I'll fight this later. Let me just pay it and get out of here. And so I put in a credit card. Declined. I put it in again. I was like, this is weird. Declined. Put in a different credit card. Declined. And every time it would decline, it was like, hit the help button. So I hit the help button and I was like, look, I went to go eat at this place. I got it validated. It still said I owed 20 bucks. I None of my credit cards are being accepted. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, we're having an issue right now. Let me just go ahead and open up the gate for you and you should be able to get out. If the gate doesn't open, call back and ask for Rochelle. I don't know what her name was. Luckily, the gate opened. I was like, thank you very much. Got out of there. It was rough. That's happened to it. me before. Has it? With your validated parking Well, no, parking not ticket? when I get it validated, but I've gone to pay for it, and then I'm like, I can't, I can't get out of here. <laughs> I'm stuck. So I noticed the hearts on your microphone. Is that to delineate that, that that's your microphone? Yeah, there's another system that works in my head that makes sure which microphone I'm using is mm-hmm. only the one that I've been putting my mouth close to. Yeah. Um, but... I got tired of checking the bottom of every single one of the mic stands, so okay, I put the hearts on there. I need something on mine. Mine's blank. I could just use any microphone will- willy-nilly. Oh, one of mine's already coming up. Oh man. Dang. I'll fix it. Hey, so a, there's a million more heart stickers where that came from. Nice. <laughs> so last Sunday, I was at home minding my own business. I see FedEx pull up. Because I'm washing the dishes. And I was like, oh, I wonder who's getting something from FedEx. My doorbell rings. Mm. And I, there's a box. It is addressed to Susie Ramone from an address that I don't know in New York. So I start messaging my pals. Uh-huh. I'm like, do any of y'all know about this? And they're like, no. But call us on video calls and let us watch you open this. Because I said... If this is from one of my mortal enemies and it's like a glitter bomb, I'm going to be really upset. I would have been laughing so hard. Yeah, you would have been. I was a little delirious that day, though, so. So I, like, take my time and I call on the video chat to our pals Jeffrey Lord and Dustin Schneider from JJTM. And only Dustin, Dustin answered. So I open this box on video call because it could be anything. A glitter bomb, 
a box of poop. Who even knows what it could possibly be? Why is that what your first inclination is? I like don't your know. first thing was people hate me. Somebody sent me something horrible. That's what I thought. Is that people? Why? I don't know why. Maybe you just forgot to remember what you ordered online. Well, that would maybe, have been better. Maybe if the return address was one that I like was like, oh yeah, I got this. Whatever. You know what I mean? You know the return address of every place you no, order from. But it said like something trophies. And I okay. was like, I was like, I don't know what that is and who knows, you know? So anyways, I opened it up and how it is, many people that hate you would you suggest suppose know, know your my address. address? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was you just where usually my usually I'm the worst case scenario one of the two of us. And yes. I've never once walked up to the door and thought this is a box of dicks. <laughs> yeah, I just had no clue. I was like everywhere in my head. I was, I don't know. Okay, continue. So I opened this box and it is in fact a trophy. I know. Yeah. So um, I And post- all of our Facebook friends yeah, know. I posted it on our Facebook and it is like basically congratulations on your one year anniversary to whoop, the... Whoop. Second best podcast in Fort Worth. That was a little hurtful. Yeah, it was a little hurtful. From our from our friend Adam, who also came up with a drinking game for us. And I was just like... A great drinking game. A great drinking game. However, this trophy was a little hurtful. And I can't believe I forgot it. I was going to bring it here so it was in the treehouse for every time we recorded. I love it. I love it too. I really do. It was great. Adam... This is a very... Very thoughtful gift. Yes. Adam, you did a great job. He was surprised at how quickly it got there because I think he ordered it on Friday and I got it on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Come and, on, FedEx. Yeah. And it's record. It's recorded. It's, um, what's that word? Like, engraved. Engraved. Thank you. Yeah. With a long wow. message. What's the word? It wasn't me this time. <laughs> we are five minutes, two minutes into the show. Approximately six minutes and 27 seconds. <laughs> and <laughs> we've already forgotten a word. Sorry, everybody. Not we. Yep. It was me. Wasn't me. Yeah. So Wasn't let me, me let me tell you one other thing. I have yeah. a, I have um followed Brian's YouTube channel. Whatever that YouTube channel is called. The Hideout Games. The Hideout Games. And I love it because he records and posts videos of y'all uh-huh. playing video games. Yes. It is Cousins Game Night. Yep. And he like um, edits it to the best of the best and puts it on YouTube. Yeah. Which I love. Uh huh. However, I've got one major gripe. <laughs> okay. You guys are far more saucy than we, you and I, Ivy, on this podcast. You are far more saucy on this YouTube stream than we are ever allowed to be. I don't know why you say it like that, like we're ever allowed to be. Well, because. We have to rein ourselves in quite a bit because you're like, oh, we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. (laughs) Nope, you do. You do say that. No, I do say that because you try to talk about things that we shouldn't talk about. My cousins and I do not talk about things that we shouldn't talk about. Yeah, and you're like dropping swear words. We're not allowed to swear on this show. We are allowed to swear on the show. Are you sure about that? I just told iTunes we're not explicit. Are you dropping F-bombs every two seconds in normal everyday life? No, I am not. Okay, so what's the problem? (laughs) I was just surprised at how saucy you guys were. I was like... I told you this. I told you this. In the the 
group chat, party chat on Xbox is what it's called. There are no rules. Uh-huh. And I mean, there are some rules. There are some things that we're like, don't say that mm-hmm. to each other. However, when we very first started this venture of playing games on Friday night, I recall telling you that it is a very dangerous place in there. <laughs> it is lawless. It is a lawless land in the party chat. And then in the next second, it'll be like, did you need me to deliver food to your house? Have you had enough water today? Yeah, I was <laughs> shocked. Shocked, I tell you. And Brian know, does I'm edit it, so it sounds like it's worse than it is. Are you sure? Yeah, we're not like that the whole entire three hours we're playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it. But it is fun. Yeah. So, you've got one more before we get into obsessions. I do. Um, so, last week I went and got the second COVID shot. Nice. And I got sick. Katie got more sick than I did. Sicker? Sicklier? No, that's definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie got very sick. Yeah. I got mild sick. Yeah. A fever for like 45 minutes, maybe. You? And really the only reason why it took me that long is because I haven't had a legit fever in so long that I didn't realize that was what was happening to me. <laughs> okay. It wasn't until <clears throat> I couldn't get warm at all, reg- even though I had Sadie and a blanket on me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. And Sadie was like laying on me. Nice. And, and I, Sadie is a fluffy little dog. Oh, she yeah. will get you warm. She is warm. And uh, I was like, I'm freezing and I can feel every bone in my body. Oh, yeah. And then That's I was like, I have a fever. Yeah. <laughs> so took some Tylenol, knocked it right out. I was fine. Okay. Um, My arm hurt. I got a little, I got a little sick. There, Katie doesn't really remember talking to anybody on Sunday. Oh, wow. Even though she did talk to both me and Brian. <laughs> wow, she was delirious. Yeah. Wait. She didn't go to work. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she she doesn't remember much about Sunday. Okay. But I wasn't that sick. Okay. And then I went to brunch yesterday because my daddy's birthday is on Thursday. Yes. And I was at brunch and I get home and I'm hanging out and I'm like cleaning up and stuff and I get a call from my dad, which I thought was weird because I just saw him hours before. before. Yes. And so I'm like, hey, dad, is everything OK? And he's like, yeah, I just have to tell you that your grandpa, Philip, has COVID and some of the people that were at brunch with us are staying at his house. And I was <laughs> like, gosh, dang it. So, because I have done a very good job this whole time of even when I go out, I'm real careful. And mm-hmm. the one time I was like, I don't need the mask when we're standing in line for brunch. <sighs> Anyways, I'm vaccinated. So we're putting the vaccine to the test pretty quickly. On me. On me. On to me. make sure I don't get sick. and Or that you transfer it to me. You're sitting more than six feet away from me and I have not touched you. It is possible that you could still transfer it to me. <laughs> do you want COVID, Mom? Because no. I can hook you up no. with it. No, no, I do not. <laughs> I am waiting for my shot patiently. Okay, impatiently. But I'm waiting. <laughs> Anyways, we're putting my shot to the test to see if I get sick. Okay. 
Hopefully I don't. I don't think you I will. have a, I have a minor medical procedure happening on Wednesday that I cannot be sick for. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hope you don't get sick before Wednesday. I'm going to be fine. I mean, I wasn't even really that close to them, so. Yeah. No. I 100% believe that you are covered and you're going to be good. I'm at least 80% immune because you don't have full immunity until two weeks after. Oh. So I'm okay. roughly 50% immune. That's all right. You'll be okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. So. Yeah. Um, I did, I did hear though that, um, the more sick you get from the second dose, the better your body is responding to the shot. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So while I didn't want to have symptoms, mm-hmm. um, and I was really tired, like Sunday I'm trying to watch championship football, my favorite football of the whole year. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch it with my dad, and I'm like falling asleep. Oh, wow. I usually fall so, asleep in football, though. I don't ever fall asleep. I'm in it. I'm, wait- I'm We're watching the plays. We're talking about what just happened the mm-hmm. whole time, the whole shebang. And every time, like, dad was trying to, dad got a new smoker. And so uh, he was, like, walking back and forth between being in the house and checking on the smoker. Uh-huh. And he'd come back in and he'd be like, Ivy, what just happened? And I'd be like, I have no idea. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Okay. I'm, I have no clue what is happening in this game. And he was like, "Are you? do you need me to take your temperature again? Your dad. He's so cute. I was like, no, I'm just tired. He is so cute. I'm just tired and I'm not really paying attention. Oh, man. So, um, and then we went to this place called Shields or Shells or something. I think it's called Shields. Anyways, it's in Frisco. It's right next to the Andretti race car place. I was like, wow, like Mario Andretti? That's the one. Nice. Um, The race car place we went at Christmas, but right next door is this like sports place. It's like two floors. We went there because they have the tra- all this Traeger stuff, which is the smoker that my dad has. And oh, he I was wanted, like, what's Traeger? And he wanted apple wood chips because he has the Santa Maria style ones. But for what we were making, we needed the apple ones. Mm, I don't think you need anything but Santa Maria style. They're Michael. very expensive and they're very hard to get to Texas. <laughs> oh, the Santa Maria style yeah. ones? Okay. So we went there and... <laughs> As soon as we like walk in, there's like this fish thing. It's all cute. There's all this kind of like sportswear and all this stuff. They have a Ferris wheel in the middle. It was wild. A fair, like a legit Ferris like a wheel? legit Ferris wheel that Katie, from what I understand, does it does work under not COVID circumstances. Okay. Um, and then they had like this thing that you could stand and put your head and look like you played for the Cowboys, and they had this like horrifying. Some guy for the Rangers talking, moving animatronic thing. Kind of like um, Cyborg in the line for um, the Justice League at Six Flags. Okay. Okay. Um, anyways, we were walking by there and I'm like, where are we going? Because we're like walking by this line of people and I can't figure out what's going on. Then I realized that these are all people waiting for guns. And so holy Moses. then I'm even more confused about where we're going. But I shouldn't have been surprised. Chips. I shouldn't have been surprised because before we wandered over to the smoker chips, we ended up in the <laughs> golf section. Oh yeah, no surprise at all. So I was like, surprise, surprise! Once again, we're looking at golf clubs. <laughs> looking for a new driver, new putter. Yeah, we're looking at Chipper. the shoes. We're looking at the cases. All these things he already has. 
The case is, you mean a bag? No, I mean the case for when you go to the airport and you need to oh, put the golf clubs case. in it. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So then we're over there. They've got like an arcade. They have all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, so we were in the golf stuff for a long time. And then we finally wandered over to the Traeger stuff and we were getting the chips and I was so tired. But let me tell you something. The number of like hot dads at this place. Okay. Talk to me. Very, very, it was very like, I was like, what the heck? Where am I? Um, and then I bought two new pairs of shoes and a new shirt. And <laughs> did you guys just hear that? Did you hear what she just said? She bought two new pairs of shoes and a t-shirt. Well, the shirt was really cute and it was on clearance and I almost bought more than just that shirt, but then I reined it in and I was only going to buy the t-shirt, but then we walked over to the shoes for dad and then it was right next to the girl's shoes and and then I started trying them on and then I had to have them. Oh boy. Oh boy. And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> can't believe I just spent $150 in this store. I can't. Good grief. <laughs> this sports store that I was like, why are we even going here? <laughs> but I got the cutest new K-Swiss and I got these wild shoes that I don't know that I'm ever going to wear them, but we'll see if I do. They're like workout shoes and they're supposed to be like your foot is supposed to like sit in them better okay and since i am going to work out as soon as i get cleared to do that again and i do need new workout shoes i <laughs> you i talked yourself into it let myself buy them yes okie dokie <laughs> that's amazing yeah. that is an amazing story plus my dad is a great hype man when i'm out <laughs> he was like you do need those shoes and i was like you're right it's incredible the absolute opposite of you to give him a call with him yeah, i have to work, have a word with your father <laughs> what do you think you're doing <laughs> michael ivy does not need any more shoes let I me do tell need you more shoes. if you're listening to this ayla if you're listening to this <laughs> tell michael ivy doesn't need any more shoes it was the best. Dad was like, oh, those are on, those are on sale. You got to get those. And I was like, they are on sale. You're right. Did you hear what she just said? It was the best. <laughs> it was. That's the kind of positivity I need in my life all the time. No. If you have more than like 20 pairs of shoes. I have that which, hanging on the door to my closet. is like an exorbitant amount of shoes. You no, really not. don't need more than like maybe five. Who only wears five pairs of shoes? Me? No. Let me tell you the basic shoes everybody should have. Okay, let's hear it. Because I don't believe you. A black pair of pumps. Okay, every girl should have this. Okay. A pair of black pumps, whatever style you want. Mary Jane's, pumps, stilettos, whatever it is. A good classic black heel everybody should have. You need at least one pair of athletic shoes. One pair of tennis shoes. One pair of sandals. What's the difference between athletic and tennis? I should say more like casual shoes. Like a like my Vans. You got to have a pair of like old school Vans. And then you have to have like running shoes. Okay. It's the same thing. Whatever. Swap it out with whatever you want. Skechers. If you're a Skechers girl, fine. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Um... 
Where was I at? Pumps. Pumps. Um, athletic. Casual. You need sandals. Oh, yeah. Sandals. Like cute sandals. And then you need a pair of flip-flops. Okay. And then you should have one pair of shoes that make you feel amazing. <laughs> She's going to the other hand now. She have one pair of shoes that when you put those shoes on, you know that you could take on the world. Is that the pumps? Whatever shoe that is for you. For me, it's a pair of pink sandals with a heel on them. Okay. I guess they are pumps. Okay. But they're open. They're very open. So a sandal, a heeled sandal. Wedges, if you're into that, you should have one pair of good wedges. Oh, also you need a pair of comfy boots, Uggs of whatever nature. Then you need a pair of riding boots. Then you need a pair of black boots. <laughs> and then what I'm missing from my third, collection, her third hand. what I'm missing from my collection, because I haven't quite talked myself into it because your girl's thighs are a little thick, is a pair of knee-high boots. Over-the-knee boots. Yeah. I want them. I want them so bad, but I'm just a little bit on the thick end. Okay, so that is 11 pairs of basic shoes that everybody should have. Okay, and you have well over 100. Yeah. Possibly closer to 150, maybe even over 150. <laughs> no, it's not over 150. And approaching 200. <laughs> <laughs> when you could have a tenth of that and be fine. No, I wouldn't be fine. You... <laughs> She looks, you want me she looks so earnest. I would not be fine. You want me to wear the same pair of shoes every day? Um, No. I won't <laughs> go back to that lifestyle. I won't do it. I did right. it before, previously. <laughs> and then I started making adult money. <laughs> I got to do whatever I wanted with it. Okay, so 50 would be a good number. There's 11 pairs of necessity shoes and then 40 okay, pairs of... You want of, me to just uh, see when Vans is dropping these new collections and just be like, oh, that'd be so nice to own, if only. I don't Instead of just going to the store and going to buy it being or like, ordering it online. Being like, I don't need that pair of shoes. I've already got 180. No, I do need it. Okay. <laughs> i do need it and i do wear them all we're gonna agree to disagree on this but one, i wear folks. them all if it would be different if i didn't do you really i wear every single pair of shoes i own okay i want you to over the next 120 <laughs> days or 130 days i want you to wear a different pair of shoes a day and I wear them all and I want you to document it put it on your insta, sto- <laughs> insta-, insta- stories day one Pair I can't one. wear heels to work. No, you, but you can wear them on the weekends. Fair play. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Challenge accepted. I will do it. <laughs> okay. All y'all watch Ivy's Insta stories. you needed to challenge me in that way. I'm challenging Look at, you. Just downstairs alone, there's one, I two, know, three, four. I see four, them. And I, those are all the shoes. One, I- two, three, <laughs> four, five. There's more than just four. <laughs> There's at least and, five. No, that means the, these are all the shoes that I've worn recently. Okay, but still. But still. But that means I'm wearing them. Okay. I mean, I believe you that you're wearing them, but 150 of them? Let's yeah. hear it. Let's Between see Between now and my birthday, probably, I'll have to wear every single pair. Nope. 150 days is not till your birthday. Wait. Oh, yes, it is. Because it's five months, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I don't like that you don't we'll think be, I could do we'll it. Be close, we'll be close to your birthday. I want to see it. 
before I leave today, we're going upstairs and we're counting how many no, pairs of we, shoes. No, we cannot do that. Yes, we are. No, we can't. Why not? Because I'm just they're all to over you? the place. I'll count them on my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you count them on your own. I want to hear it. Okay. Okay. Obsessions. <laughs> Clearly, you're obsessed with my shoes. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of fair because I just I just can't believe it. Like I think I've got like maybe ten pairs of shoes right now, and I feel like it's too many. No, it's not. It is. It's 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 a, it's a lot. I'll tell you what I have too many of: t-shirts. <laughs> okay. Well, you can um, sort through your t-shirts. I I gave myself a goal of thirty t-shirts. That's one for every day of the month, basically. And <laughs> what it, about your winter clothes? No, that includes winter t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, short sleeve t-shirts. Total of thirty. What? Yeah. What about dresses? I had dresses. I only have two. What about pants? I have like five. How many bathing suits do you own? One. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I've got too much. I need to go through and sort it all out and get rid of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. What did you do when you're gifted clothes? I love them and I wear them. And then I have to get rid of something that I'm not wearing because I now have clothes that I, I love and I'm wearing every week. <laughs> huh. I was going to say every day, but that's dirty. Every week. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, I repotted Peter Parker, my spider plant. Yeah. And he's thriving. Oh, good. I put him in a bigger pot. Um, he's I, living his... Can you stop that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll put it over here. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> he is now living his best life in my kitchen windowsill. And he is growing I will not be surprised if he has little spider plant babies in the next six months. Wow. Yeah. Peter yeah, and Parker. He, yeah, he was a little spider plant baby that I got gifted from um, um, Anna mm-hmm. maybe within the last year. Hmm. Yeah, probably close to a year ago. Just a little baby spider plant. And she stole them from Lola's. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you just said that for the whole internet to hear. Yep, everybody, Lola's Trailer Park outside. They've got spider plants. You can steal a puppy, grow your own. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Well, I'm glad he's thriving. Yeah. I'm glad he's living his best life. I'm very proud of myself that he is doing so well. We talked about the party chat. Oh yeah, that's not an obsession. No, that's me, me, your obsession. Yeah. Did you want to talk about your nails real quick? Because they are awfully cute. Oh, thank you. No, I was just looking at the fact that my sister just responded to one of my tweets from 2016. Oh, stalker. (laughs) And said that the sugar cookies looked underbaked. Wow. Wow. So she's deep in the archives, I guess. Yeah, she is. She's working right now. She must be a little bored. Um... Well, Valentine's Day is swiftly approaching. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Aren't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah Jenny I, hooked me up. Your picture didn't do them justice. They're so cute. I know. Yeah. So I couldn't decide what I wanted. I wasn't really sure if I was going to get Valentine's nails since it's only February 1st tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, so yes, I had to. And I had a little bit of nail envy because one of the girls that I work with got her nails done and they were real cute. And I was like, hmm. And hers are done for Valentine's Day. So. Well, it's good because Valentine's Day is a couple of weeks away. So you can probably get them done again before Valentine's Day. How often do you get them done? Um, I usually go every two or three weeks, but I'll probably get them done one more time before Valentine's Day. Just for something like cute and sparkly. Yeah. There's no sparkle. No, but, but that's okay. But they're so cute. Because they're this. So we were going through pictures on Pinterest and I was like trying to figure out like what I wanted mm-hmm. Jenny and I together. And then. Did I, she paint those on there? Yeah, she drew them on herself. Wow. So those are not. They didn't come prefab. No, Jenny well, drew they're them. They're very cute. She like drew them, filled them in and then like drew over any lines that we needed to go over. Cute. Yeah, she did amazing. So cute. I was at the nail salon for probably an hour and a half, but worth it. Oh, yeah. How long is a typical nail appointment? Like an hour. Okay. And she usually does do something cute like this mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But um, this one is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, it is really It's cute. one of the only ones that I've ever picked out and been like, can you do this? Yeah. The color is a very cute um, Valentine's Day pink. And then on her middle and ring fingers, she has hearts drawn on. Like conversation heart kind of? Yeah, conversation hearts. That's good. That's a good description. Yeah. They're really cute. So. I could see why you would be obsessed with those. I am obsessed. Mm -hmm. I want to do everything. Like, I want to take every picture of myself, like, with this on. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Look at this. What is it? Sunburn. Yeah. Is that a sunburn? Yeah. It's January. Touch it. No, it hurts. Oh, yeah. Fingerprints. Oh, you poor baby. That was from brunch yesterday. Where'd you guys go? Joe T. Garcia's. In Fort Worth? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we were sitting in the... I was sitting in the sun, because as I do, I love to sit in the sun. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in the sun, not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I have my sunglasses on. I'm surprised I don't have like a sunglass. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Your face is fine. It was your chest. Yeah. Wow. So dumb. Were you wearing I wore like the a cutest shirt. V-neck? Um, well, it was like a button-up. Uh-huh. And then it ties at the bottom. Oh, Yeah. I like that shirt. I do too. Of course, my lovely stepmother was like, where's the rest of your shirt? Because it's a crop top. It's not a crop top so much as it like, it's my a, hips it's, do show. It's a crop top. It hangs down in the front. It's real cute crop top. I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> Anyways. I think your stepmother is absolutely right. It is a very cute crop top. <laughs> she was like, where's the rest of your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I didn't want to wear one. It was hot. Did you wear a tank top underneath it? No. No. Okay. I mean, what I wasn't expecting was how windy it was yesterday. Windy yesterday and today. Yeah. Disrespectful, really. (laughs) Because I had glossed up my lips. They looked amazing. And then I walked outside and I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, I'm like eating my own hair because it's all stuck in my lip gloss. Dang it. Disaster. Sorry, sweetie. I know. Anyways, um, shall we dive into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? We can because I am obsessed. I we're, we're getting to close re- to the end of the season. Next week is the season finale. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. So you had to watch it again? I had to watch it again. Number one, I fell asleep mm-hmm. during the first viewing. Mm-hmm. I thought I was a little bit further into the episode <laughs> than you actually were. Than I actually was. 
So this was week two of their Las Vegas trip. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things really stood out for me that, that I really was obsessed with. I was really thinking about them quite hard. Number one is the fact that Meredith never engages. And she actually says, I'm not engaging in this conversation. And she walks away. And it is any time that anything is even a little bit remotely hard, either at her or in general. Like if it's a if it's a high emotion event, she's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm walking away right now. And I feel that that is very unhealthy. You should be able to be in a high emotion event and participate in participate in it the way that you need to participate in it because she was part of it i disagree you disagree i disagree okay let's talk because um i do think i did think it was weird that she kept she in previous episodes she has said like i'm not engaging in that i'm not going to engage this conversation like whatever it is but then this last episode she said why she doesn't do it and i think that that is some deep-rooted therapy in her way of like uh, coping with her trauma because she doesn't do it because her parents would put her in the middle of their arguments and she didn't want to pick sides. And if she did pick sides, then everybody was mad. And so she just doesn't deal with that kind of emotion, which I understand that you should probably have learned by now to figure out how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. However, that parental trauma mm-hmm. is a deeply run trauma. It is true. And so if you don't if you don't deal with that and the only way that you can cope with that kind of thing or she has said like it makes her very uncomfortable. It reminds her of that. And there's no reason that your friend should ever be having you in a position where you have to be like, I can't deal with this because you're making me feel like I'm I'm mediating my parents. Mm hmm. Okay, I can agree with that. I'd feel the same way. I can agree with that. If my parent, if my friends ever made me feel the way I felt during some of these arguments, yeah, I would lose my mind. Yeah, no, I can see that. I'd get new friends. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. The other thing I was obsessed with was that brown velour suit. I, this is where I had to go back and watch again because was, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Heather was wearing. Like, why did that even happen? It was like you a, don't it was a suit. That that one. Like a blazer. Do you believe that that was worse than the horrific pleather overall outfit at the hypnotist house? <laughs> <laughs> because I think that was more offensive. Okay, it might have been more offensive. I just, the fact that it was like a blazer and pantsuit. Hey, velvet is in. It's very fashionable now. Is it really? Yeah. Really? It is. Okay, and so like, and then the cuffs of it were cuffs that went down like over her thumb. You know what I mean? See, I wasn't paying that close attention to what she's. I I thought that it was real cute with like the sheer. I'll tell you what though. I looked up the hotel that they were staying at. Yeah. It's the only hotel in Vegas that doesn't allow smoking at all. Oh, nice. And the room that Heather was in only costs two hundred dollars a night. Gee, is that all? That's nothing. <laughs> and the like suite that Whitney was staying in was only like three hundred. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I really was expecting that to be a much more expensive hotel. It really wasn't, but it's the only one in it's the, first, uh, it's the, the first only season. one. 
Huh? It's the first season. They're rich, aren't they? I mean, yeah, but the the usually when they go on these trips, the Bravo and the hotel pay for it. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, come on now. Yeah, no. Lisa Vanderpump would never. <laughs> Bellagio or nothing. Caesar's Palace. The Venetian, maybe. Yeah. So. But I was like, it's cute. I like it. And I like that it's the only hotel that doesn't allow smoking in it. I would stay there. Yeah, no, that is pretty cool. I would stay there, too. I don't love the smell of cigarette smoke, so. Yeah. I just thought that that brown velour. It um, was horrible, but it was not any worse. I just thought that somebody should have told her that that was not a good look. But her best friend, Jen Shaw, who we've not tackled oh, yet. gosh. <clears throat> but her best friend, Jen Shaw, was wearing that hideous green thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was also a suit, like with a blazer and cute little cigarette pants. However, both the cigarette pants and the blazer were a a floral design that were like, like palm leaves. Palm leaves, yeah. Yeah, and not a good look also. And then the next look, just as bad as Heather's pleather overalls, Ooh. was this green, like... She was zipped Charlie's in Angels jumpsuit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was weird. Very weird. So, but that gets us to Jen Shaw and... My theory is that she is so angry because she is so hurt right now. Yeah. And. She said that. Well, and watching this particular episode play out, like you can see it, that she's just so hurt. And you can also see that Bravo has done some very creative editing. Like I think that dinner in that room before Heather and her cousin Whitney got there, there was a lot that happened that we did not see because all we saw was all of a sudden Jen Shaw was like flying off the handle and, um, and, um, oh my gosh, Meredith was like, I got to get out of here. And then these two girls come in and Jen Shaw like claws at them basically. I don't know though, because it's not, Unless they're zero to 60 editing her every time, that's that's not abnormal from her, from what we've seen all season. Yeah. We've seen her fine. She handles things fine. And then all of a sudden, she just loses it. And she's like throwing things or she's leaving or she's splashing the production team or she's doing whatever. What I can't understand is why she is hold like why she can only accept... She can only accept that either somebody is lying to her or like that's or or that's really what happened. Like the, those, those, are the, those are the two like black and white. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all she can. Mm-hmm. She can't accept that Whitney was just repeating something she heard. Meredith and Lisa were like, it's not true, but we're going to forgive you for repeating it because you were, you know, believing Mary and you're trying to say to your friend like this is what's happening. Mm hmm. And all Jen Shaw can do is be like, you're either Whitney lied or you guys are really saying it. That's it. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's all she can comprehend. And I can't figure out why she can't just be like, somebody oh. just heard the wrong thing and now we've all cleared it up. And But she's like, somebody's lying. Nobody's lying. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Unless it's Mary, which could have been Mary. Well, and that, see, that's what I think. I think because even Mary is like, no, they really said this to me. But 
if they really said it, they probably would have footage of it. And they would have shown it. They would have shown them saying it to right. her. So I don't know if that's 100% true. I guess we will find out after the finale and in the reunion. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping for. Speaking of reunion shows, Southern Charm. Holy shit. I had to watch it twice. Oh, gosh. Yeah, me too. I had to watch it twice because at first I thought it was something I could just have on in the background. Uh-huh. And I went into the kitchen and I was like listening to it and I'm in the kitchen doing something and all I can hear is just beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, man, who is it? Catherine. Craig. Craig. It was when Craig's losing it at the beginning with that girl. Yes. Yes. Natalie or whatever her name is. Madison. But it got about his girlfriend now, Natalie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who apparently is not the girl that he was dating on the show. No, I think it was the girl that he was dating on the show. Oh. Yeah. She was on the Love Connection and, and she was in New York or whatever when Madison's boyfriend was Austin. Austin. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was amazing. Man, that I thing went the from pre- zero I think to the, I like in the pre-show thing when Craig's like, I'm not getting off that stage till I make Madison cry. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's really mad at her. Well, he is really mad at her. And Madison is in the wrong about a lot of things that she does. True. She does do a lot of things just to upset Austin and others. But mostly Austin, which yeah. is very weird. Very she, unhealthy. Like, they're broken up. They're for real, for real broken up now. Right, right. And, and she's, but she's still, still making does decisions. everything based around the reaction Austin's going to have, which is very odd. Yeah. Yep. Very toxic behavior there. For sure. But like, even still on the stage, you can see her. She's going to say something and she looks right to see how Austin's going to react. Yes. To it. It's the craziest thing. Even yeah. when she's fighting with Craig. Yeah. She's watching how Austin's reacting. Yeah. And luckily Austin has figured it out because he just sits there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, he has because you're right. Because his reactions to her during the season were far more volatile and very emotional. And now he's just like, well, he said his friends made him watch it the night before. Like oh, we made him watch dang. the season so that he had it fresh in his head how yeah. he was reacting to her. Yeah, and it's it is amazing when you are in love with someone. Like Madison knew how in love he was with her. And how much you will make okay because of how in love you are with that person. And you will rationalize it. You will excuse it. You will, oh, that's just whatever. And then when you're kind of even just a little bit removed from it and you watch it and you're like, holy moly, what was I? That's bad juju. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be weird to be able to like watch yourself, even if it is the edited put together, you're still doing these things. You're still saying these things. You're still reacting this way. Yep. And they are heated. I think Catherine's doing drugs again. You think so? She looks a little bit Cokie Monster to me. I don't think she looks Cokie Monster. I think she, I don't know what happened that she lost all the weight. Could be Cokie Monster. I think she just looks like she's lost like 60 pounds. 50 she pounds. has lost a lot of weight and nobody, I hope to God it wasn't Madison, should have dyed her hair that color no. because they did a bad job. Yeah, it was They a did a bad job bleaching it. It's mm-hmm. still red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a terrible color. It's almost kind of like a gold, like a school bus yellow. But Yeah, a little, it's like a little bit too orange. orange. Like, mm-hmm. 
Like her hair was very red. Yeah. So if you were going to let her bleach it, you should have at least finished the job before she went on the reunion show. Yeah. And her reactions remind me a lot of somebody I, I know and love very much who is where she's just like, you're going to do all this stuff and expect me to sit back and like, let it happen. Absolutely not. I'm going to F you, F you, F you and F you hard. And y'all are going to like, there's no, I'm not going to be quiet about it now. (laughs) And I was like, dang dude. I mean, you can tell they did beat on Catherine a lot all season. They sure did. And she, you could see throughout the season where she very much was like, I need to, process this I need to figure out what you guys are saying to me and I need to understand because she honestly didn't understand like I truly believe and I understand now how much um micro um racism you know what I mean like how ingrained racism is in a lot of people's lives, like where you don't even realize that what you're saying is racist and somebody could say to you, that is a very racist comment. And you would be like, what the heck? I'm anything but racist. However, if you were able to step way far away from it, you would be like, oh my gosh, that is racist, you know? And especially when she would like, or somebody said, I've got black friends or I've got, you know what I mean? When people say that. That is a weird thing for people to say. Yeah. When they say I've got black friends and they think blah, blah, blah. That doesn't excuse it. That doesn't mean that what you've said is not racist. It means that that person either went or they didn't know how to tell you that what you said was very hurtful or whatever. So I can see for sure how Catherine did not understand what she did or said or you know because she's like I saw that little monkey and I you know was like boop you know like whatever not realizing that that how that would be taken by that person yeah and then um where it just it was it was just it was amazing but the the reunion was holy moly it was so good so it was one. very good I know I'm very excited mm-hmm. and I, but when I went back and watched it again, I still zoned out after a little bit because as soon as I started talking about Cameron and why Cameron's not on the show yeah. and nobody really knows why she's not on the show and I just was like, I'm over it. Yeah. 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 That was a little, yeah. Like I understood that they needed to probably address it because people were wondering and they brought it up on the show. Like, where is Cameron and mm-hmm. what's going on? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. It was so weird. I do think that they needed to address the fact that it, she wasn't not on the show because of the rumors about uh, an affair or whatever, you know, that wasn't what she, she actually announced that she wasn't coming back to the season right after the end of the last season. Like, I mean, it was within a couple of weeks. She was like, I'm not coming back. You know, don't worry about it, about why I'm not, but I'm, you know, focusing on my family. I'm, I've got a baby. I've got, you know, I can't be running off and doing all these things. And even though she wanted to, and she said she did in her little announcement, she's like, I want to be doing all of these things. I just can't. That's not where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. And I mean, that's what Shep said, too. Was yeah. that like, she wants to be able to do it, but she can't. Mm-hmm. She can't do it. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. The whole thing. Very interesting. Yep. Good stuff, though. Good yeah. TV, for sure. For sure. Um, so, I was talking to my best friend yesterday. Uh-huh. As I do most days. Uh-huh. I, I was like talking her. to her. And uh, um, we were talking about, I don't know, something. I guess probably my makeup. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, it's Jeffree Star. He's problematic, but his makeup is good. Oh, no. And she was like, that's our new tagline. We're a little problematic, but our makeup is good. Oh, man. And I was like, yes, I'm obsessed with that. That is the clearest definition of me I could come up with. A little problematic, but my makeup looks good. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I love it. Jeffree Star is a little problematic. But, but he makeup? makes good makeup. Yeah. He makes good lips. He mm-hmm. makes good eyeshadows. Mm-hmm. He makes good setting powder. Mm-hmm. He's supposedly going to come out with a foundation, which I believe will be good, but overpriced. So I probably won't ever get it. Did you um, think he had an affair with Kanye West? I did not believe that for two seconds. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's juicy, though. It was juicy, and it was very interesting if it had been real, but... Every time a new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashian comes on or ends or something, some drama involving the Kardashians comes up in the news cycle, mm-hmm. which makes for really good Kris Jenner memes, but that's about it. You know, they're not coming back anymore. I know. Thank God. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. Have you watched any episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I've watched them um, out of like sheer boredom sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it, it is interesting to see like their lives and like how... Mm-hmm. They live. Mm-hmm. Scott Disick is the only reason to watch that show. For sure. I can agree with that. And I've, I've I probably in the last decade, I've watched maybe three episodes. But I agree. Scott Disick is the reason to he's watch He's the reason to show. watch the show. I mean, yeah. he's hilarious. Even when I see like the video compilations of people who have put together like this, the things that he says to them, like it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. He is the reason to watch that show. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, so we we were talking about that. Then, also, my recent obsession is the other day. Mm-hmm. It had to have been Monday. Monday, Allison sends me this link, and she's like, you need to get these leggings. She sends oh. me the Amazon link to okay. them. I buy the leggings, like, the next day. They arrive here Thursday. <laughs> I put them on, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need these in every color that I could possibly get. Because... They're so soft. Mm-hmm. They have pockets. Mm-hmm. They're like a cute joggery style. Okay. Most importantly of all, they make my butt look great. Okay. And my waist looks skinny. Nice. And that's all I need in life. Yeah, that is all you need <laughs> in life. That's awesome. I just need my butt to look good and my waist to look skinny. All right. And then I sure did post a thirst trap on Snapchat and it worked. So <laughs> you did not. Of course I did thirst traps to the pop punk version of cruel summer by taylor swift nice and only allison picked up what song it was but it's fine (laughs) she's your best friend for a reason yeah it's true but these leggings they're just amazing i wore them that day then i washed them then i wore them again on friday night Mm -hmm. it was great that's awesome those are cute slippers by the way oh thanks earlier i was freezing (laughs) I'm a little bit freezing right now, but I think I'm okay. I'm never cold in my house. Mm -hmm. I can't get it cold enough in here to sleep. Something (laughs) wild is happening on Twitter. Is it? 
Yeah. Anyways. See, I'm not connected to your Wi-Fi, so I, I'm like, I'm lost right now. <laughs> You're lost? I am. I, I would rather not have my phone. On days where I just like chuck my phone upstairs and I come downstairs, that's when everybody thinks I'm dead. Oh, that's funny. Um, I do appreciate when Brian tells us. When he's like, okay, I'm turning off my phone for the weekend. So if you're trying to get in touch with me, so sorry. No can do. Yeah. It is helpful. But yeah, I would be the same. If I didn't know that you checked your phone upstairs, I would be lost. And I would be like, what? Are you okay? What's going on? Are you all right? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. One time I one time I texted Kate. Actually, I screen recorded the notification list and sent it to Katie and Courtney and said, are you two okay? <laughs> um, they were both were fine. They're funny. They just were blowing up my phone. They are funny. I love the two of them. They're so cute. They're cracking me up. So right now is typically when we kind of talk about what we've been up to for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Since it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen each other like this. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember if I talked about it on the last episode or not, but I got a diagnosis for my back. Um, lumbars. I've almost said umbars. Lumbars, L4, L5, which are the two lowest lumbars in my back, right before your tailbone, are compressed. And they are compressing the disc. And so the disc is bulging a little and it is touching my sciatic nerve. And that is what is causing me so much pain. Mm. So my chiropractor and I are working on strengthening my core, of course, mm-hmm. um, and stretching L4 and L5, like doing things to like to decompress Mm -hmm. those two vertebrae. And it's very helpful. I'm feeling a lot better. However, when I'm sleeping or there's something that I'm doing when I'm sleeping that is hurting and I wake up and I'm like on a scale of one to 10, maybe like at a four. But by the time I'm up, I'm moving, I'm working, I'm cleaning my house, I'm doing whatever. A couple of hours in, I'm down to like a zero or a 0.5. Like I'm I'm okay for most of the day and I do have bad days. I have bad days where I'm like at a five all day long. And so we're just working on it. My, my chiropractor is the sweetest, kindest man. He, <laughs> the last time I went, which was last Monday, he was so kindly telling me that I needed to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> it was this, it was the sweetest little it will be really helpful if you didn't have so much weight that was like kind of putting pressure on. And I was like, oh, you're so kind. You're so sweet. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) He was so sweet. But one of the things he has me doing is these little micro walks. Mm -hmm. So every hour while I'm working, because I work a desk job, each hour I'm supposed to get up and walk for five minutes, 500 steps, you know, like close to that, whatever. So I've got these two little routes that I walk up like on my street and kind of around the corner and stuff and and do these little micro walks. And they're super helpful. Do you take Buddy with you? Not on the micro walks. I take him on regular walks. Oh. But taking him on a regular walk is a little stressful for me since the incident. Mm-hmm. So I have taken him, but I kind of have to be careful about where I'm walking because... Like, a, like I was doing these micro walks and I, I was doing one one morning and I actually was like, I'm going to take Buddy with me on this one. And I don't know, he was doing something and I was like, okay, I'm not going to like make him like, maybe he was outside and he was running around or something. And I went by myself on this little micro walk. And, um, as I came up to my neighbor, like across the street and two houses down, 
he was out there taking down his Christmas lights and he was like his two dogs. He's got a big old German shepherd and a big old pit bull were out front unleashed and you know, they were just roaming and I could only imagine Buddy would have been excited to meet them, but I don't know how they would have done with him because he's a little um, socially inept. <laughs> so he might have upset them, you know, he's a little socially inept. So anyway, I just I was like thinking all of the gods that I did not take him with me on that walk because they were out, and I was like, God dang it! And then I did take him for a walk. And I, I walked around my corner and then down the next street. And a lot of the streets in my neighborhood just have like the three-foot chain link mm-hmm. fences. There was this dog that was like losing his mind. And I was like, he could easily launch himself over that fence. So I turned around and I went a different way. And it was just, it was a lot. So taking Buddy on walks kind of stresses me out right now. So, so I do have one way that I know is safe that I take him when I get off work I take him for a walk and we we go that way is it down by the school no down by the school is the way where that little three foot chain link fence was that that dog was like losing his mind it is oh that's the way I write that's the way I walk him yeah so if you go to muse go left and go across the street you get to like a dead end where there's like a horse farm and stuff so we walk down there, we walk down the little cul-de-sacs and then come back up. Oh, I've done that with him before. Yeah. He and he likes it and he likes to see horses. <laughs> There's like a little donkey out there that like brays and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's your friend. Let's go say hi. <laughs> so Oh boy. I mean he's just he's such a sweet dog. He, he is, is a sweet such boy. a good boy. He just turned three. In January, like the beginning of January, over the last day. So the beginning of this month, he turned three. We are almost at our little six-month friendiversary, which I think is in is is this month. And then he um, goes for his checkup for his heartworms at the end of March, and then we're free and clear till the next July. Nice. Yeah, he's a good dog. I love him. So, oh. One other thing that I'm doing is Brian. It's fine. <laughs> Brian and I are creating a home office for me. That little bedroom right next to mine where I keep like Christmas decorations and stuff. Where the ghost lives. The, where the ghost lives. Yeah. So we've painted it gray. It looks great. And I got your desk from college that, um, who was it who made it for you? Laura Yuck. Laura Yuck. Love it. It's so cute. It's like this blue gray. I love the color of it. And but the top is still a wood color and it's like a table desk. It does have drawers, but it's not like a student desk where, you know. Anyways, it's very cute. I got that. Katie brought it over. Um, Brian bought me a new light fixture for the room and he's gonna come install it. I think that's basically other than like setting the room up that's the last thing we need to do is install the light and then I'm gonna have a new home office nice yeah I'm very excited about it because it's really cute your um I have a um an old singer sewing machine from like the 1800s it's a pedal it's a pedal machine and um it was grandpa schmidt's great somebody's like it was their actual sewing machine and there's like buttons and, and spools of thread and stuff that was theirs from when they were using it. 
um, and he gave it to you. And it's at it's at, at my house in that room, and it's so cute. And I've got this like crochet doily that a great great made as well. And I'm thinking about putting Katie's TV in that room, and I can watch TV while I work. <laughs> Maybe it it could happen. But anyways, it's I think it's going to be very cute and super comfy, and I'm very excited about it. Good. Yeah, but that's basically what's going on with me. Oh, one other thing. Sorry. I'm only just like talking, talk, 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 talk. But the other day I was driving a couple weeks ago and my oil light came on. Like I get these little notifications. It's A, one, two, three. And it tells you your oil needs to be changed. You need to change the air filter. There's, you know, other things that need to be looked at because you're at so many miles. And I was like, dang, I just did this in October and I have not driven that far that my oil light would come on. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. And I looked it up and it's like, you know, if you're at 15%, that's okay. 10%, that's okay. But 5%, you really need to get to where, to an oil change place. So I'm just living my best life, not driving very often, but driving. And I went out to um, Springtown on Friday to go visit my, my friend that lives out there. And on my way home, I was like, well, I better see what my oil life is at. 5%. 5%. I was like, crap. Before I do anything else on Saturday, I was not planning to go get an oil change, but I was like, I better go do this before I do anything else because I need to make sure my oil is okay. So I go to our friends at the Jiffy Lube. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say to see the boys at Valvoline. No. Your Valvoline's, mine are the Jiffy Lube boys. And you know, like they see my license plate and they're like, are you Missy Anderson? And I was like, yes, I am. And, and the guy was like, okay, so you were here in October and you did X, Y, and Z. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what's your mileage? And so I tell him, he's like, wait a second, you've only gone 1800 miles. You shouldn't need an oil change. And I was like, so that's what I thought. I was like, I haven't been driving very much. (laughs) And he was like, turn off your car. Let me check your oil and make sure there's, he's like, have you noticed a leak? And I was like, no, nothing. So, but of course, as soon as that little light came on, that was like, you need to do this. I'm hearing like, it's knocking, it's pinging. It's, you know, like everything is going wrong with my engine in my head. And so he checks my oil and he's like, oh, hey, you know, no, your oil looks good. And he was like, this must be an error. And he's like, hold this button down and he and a menu like a secret menu popped up and he was like okay go all the way up to where it says all do items and he's like and then hit you know clear or whatever and he's like okay now your oil life is like where it should be and he's like do you have a little sticker in your window that says when you should come back and I was like no it's like 3,500 miles like it's far out (laughs) and I was like Okay, this makes way more sense than because I was thinking, is it time? Like, is it like, is the little computer in the thing going, okay, it's been one, two, three, four, five months. So it's time for her to do this, even though she hasn't driven very much. Just time wise, is it time? He's like, no, it is actually mileage. He's like, the person just must not have reset the things when you did them. He's like, we did change your air filter. We did do this. We did do that. He's like, you don't need it. So I was like, oh, thank God. Because, you know, it's a lot of money. Even just the oil change in and of itself is like $70 with a coupon. And I'm like, cock-a-doodle. Why is it so much money? Take a shot. 
because I said cockadoodle. Um, but learning that, no, I still have like 3,000 miles. I was like, oh, thank God. So it'll be another five or six months before. <laughs> I wish I drove, drove that little. I told Elephant Insurance, you drove that little, so don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, most days I drive the seven miles to work and the seven miles home, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what I based it off of was that mostly that's what you do. Mostly Katie drives 10 miles to work and 10 miles home. So, yeah. yeah. And I was like. I did. Uh, I have noticed that I've been driving less. Mm-hmm. Um, Only because I haven't had to get gas in my car as much. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, driving around at Christmas is always a lot of gas mm-hmm. um, between my project at work that I do and then everywhere that I have to be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of driving. And so I think every January I all of a sudden drive less <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going off of what I did in December, which is easily a ginormous amount. Yeah. 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 So it's probably five times the amount of normal driving. Yeah. Yeah. It's close to a thousand miles just in the delivery of those champagne bottles. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of time in the car Mm -hmm. that I hate. (laughs) I wish that I could have a driver. I was very thankful though that, because I I do honestly feel if I had taken my car anyplace else, they probably would have just done the oil change and not said anything and, you know, done it. But I was very thankful that he was like, wait, wait a second. You're not due let's check this out and get you on your way. The oil change boys always take very good care of me. Yeah. So I told them I'd be back in March is when I need to renew my... I need to go back, but I need to make sure that this poor little boy that I flirted my way into... (laughs) um, Yeah. I need to make sure he's not at work that day. Uh Uh-huh. Understood. Do you remember his name? Yeah. Okay, good. That's really the only reason I haven't gone back because mine is due (laughs) and I need to go get it done. Yeah. But I also need to make sure that he's not at work because I don't think I can go through that again. Yeah. And (laughs) And I really don't want to have to tell him that it was because I was emotionally distraught. (laughs) (laughs) And the oil change through my dealership Mm -hmm. is, is like 20 to $25 cheaper than it is at... Jiffy Lube. Mm-hmm. However, they just they ripped me off so bad doing general maintenance that I was just like, I will never again come here unless strictly for an oil change. Yes, and like now that I understand that all I need is an oil change next time, that's what I'll do. But I will never go back there for general maintenance stuff. Like I was, you know, because I want to keep my car in good working order. I don't want to get another car. I kind of do. That's a little bit of a lie. They they keep messaging me about like trading in my car and getting like an HRV or a CRV. And I'm like, I really want one. I love that car. I really do. But the next car I'm getting is either a Tesla or a sports car. That's it. Let me tell you. Last weekend, I went to H-Mart in Carrollton or whatever. The hell is H-Mart? It's an Asian market. Okay. I got Asian pear apples. Yes. So good. You can buy those at Target. So my friend Chris was like, I want to go to H-Mart. Anybody that wants to come with me, just let me know. And I was like, I don't even know what H-Mart is, but I'm down for an adventure. So he's like, hey, I'm outside. And I was like, all right, cool. 
and I go bebopping out of my house into his car and he opens the door for me like from inside his car and I was like well that's nice of him weird but nice and I get in his car and I'm all what sort of car am I (laughs) in there is no dashboard (laughs) it looks like one big AC vent across the entire front like where a normal dashboard would be there's a giant iPad that's up and I'm all this is real weird and then I like look at the steering wheel to see what kind of car I'm in a Tesla Tesla and I was like okay and I'm all, talk to me about your spaceship. <laughs> and he was like, welcome to my world. And he's all, normally I would not have bought a Tesla. However, my family was like, hey, you're driving around the Metroplex a lot for work. Let us buy you a Tesla. And he's like, so, okay. <laughs> it's nice. like, that's kind of awesome. I wish I too had a benefactor who would give me a Tesla. <laughs> right. So um, it was super fun. We had a great time. You know, it's a 20 25 minute drive out to Carrollton we had lunch at the mart and then we went shopping and it was fascinating and it was um a little more crowded than I would have hoped but that like as soon as you walk in the door they gave you um gloves gloves thank you and and made sure you had your face mask on and stuff and and it was good it was the food was delicious and shopping was really fun and um I got like pickled radishes and stuff like weird things but they're delicious mm-hmm. and it was a good time I had a really really good time and I learned all about a Tesla nice and yeah it was fun it was good it was a really good time he said that there's like because like I went to, to put the grocery cart away and like come back to the car and like I don't know if y'all have ever been in a Tesla but the the handle of the door is is flat and like I was looking at it and I one of it fat and then it goes skinnier so I was like oh if I push on the fat end the skinny end will pop out and then I can open the door that's what happened and he was like people watch YouTube videos to figure out how to get in the car they never drove those like hoopty cars that you had to like push the thing in and yeah 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 no I was like that's not a new invention Tesla right yeah no but you know because it's so it's perfectly flat and I was like it makes sense that you would push on the one end to get the other end open. And yeah, no, it was really good. So I had, if TurboTax sends me one more email, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about my taxes this year, but I have, um, I have promised myself I'm not going back to the same tax person I did last year, which was, she did a great job. I got a, a return that I was not expecting. However, it was like $900 to have her do it when all was said and done. I was like, are you kidding me? Like when I realized that that, that was the amount of fees that I paid. Cause when I was like, well, how much is this going to cost me? She came back with, well, what you're going to get back is, you know, $1,200. And I was like, oh, that's way better than the $200 I thought I was going to get. And so I was like, all good with it. And then when I saw that really I was going to get back like, like $2,100 and I was all, I was like, I, I, I was under the impression that your fees were like $300, not $900. I was like, I'm not going to do that again. So TurboTax with like the help of a, you know how they have the different tiers that you can do. And like, I think the highest cost one is like $150. I'm like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have them help me for $150 instead. <laughs> I got blown up all this last week about 
everybody's W-2s. Hey, Ivy, do you know anything about the W-2s? No, I don't. But it's almost the end of the Well, month. we did get them. Like, we got them, and I texted everybody back who had texted me. It was like a boulevard of broken dreams in my um, phone because it was like every ex-employee that's worked at the office in the last year <laughs> yeah. is texting me, and they're like, hey, Ivy, hey, Ivy, hey, Ivy, and I was like, I honestly don't know anything about that. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, let me tell you when I file my taxes. What day are they due? That's the day I file them. Yeah. April 15th or whatever it is. That is the day I'm filling out my taxes. I do try to do it in February for sure. Well, I always have like tax envy because everybody get like everybody who files theirs in January, like has it in February or has it, Mm -hmm. does it in early February gets their return and like end of February but the minuscule amount of money that I receive for these things like if I had kids and I was about to make bank like Mm -hmm. I understand when people were like where's my stimulus check what's going on with my stimulus check what's going on with this what's going on with that right I mean I do want the money like it's cool to get but what am I gonna do with it stick it in the savings account that's it yeah like I'm sure that that tax break though for babies and uh kids is real good though yeah. So I understand why they're like, where's my tax return? Yeah. What's going on with my tax return? Yeah. With my tax return, we're going to do this. And I'm like, my tax return, I'm going to try to tell myself I don't need a new purse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, If you purchase a home this year, you'll get a tax break. Yeah, but right now, that has been what I've been up to lately. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it takes a turn sometime before October, but at this current climate, I'm probably going to be renewing my lease again only because it is 100% a seller's market right now Mm -hmm. and not a buyer's market. Mm -hmm. There's only a certain amount of houses that are for sale at this moment because of COVID. Like people don't want to put their house up for sale. And so because of that, each of the houses are getting like 20 to 30 offers on them and then people are way overpaying for their house Mm -hmm. because they want that house. Yeah. And I will not be doing that. Right. And then the other part of me is like, I should just buy a house. But this new girl that started working at the office just was working in real realty, mm-hmm. realty, realty earlier. Um, and she was like, no, don't build a house. And I was like, what? And she was like, when you she's like, yeah, building a house sounds great right now, except that because there's a shortage on the supplies, the contractors have all hiked up the prices, which means that by paying for a house to be built right now is more expensive than it would have been. And I'm like. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'll just be chilling over here. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and the good thing about real estate is it is fairly stable and it goes from buyers to sellers and there's middle ground and, and, you know, like I bought my first house five years ago and so, and, and it's, and it has appreciated in value and I'm very very happy about that and so the one thing that financially I've got some pretty big goals for this year but one of them is to refinance my house get a little bit of equity out of it refinance it to a 15-year mortgage um so that'll knock like 10 years off of what I'm doing and um do all that kind of stuff so I'm pretty excited about it I'm waiting till mercury goes out of retrograde though which is later this month later in February (laughs) and then I'm going to do it. 
<laughs> right now I'm just kind of mentally preparing myself to do it. I'm like kind of like pulling together all of the financial documents that I know I'm going to need. <laughs> I was cracking up because earlier I was just goofing around waiting for you to get here. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Snapchat and Cosmopolitan magazine has a Snapchat account. And uh-huh. on Sundays they do your tarot card of the week uh-huh. based off of your sign. And so I was like, I read mine and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> so I sent it to Katie and Katie, Katie had the best response to it. So mine said, um, you have a tendency to dwell on the past in a way that's mo- more painful than constructive. So stop. The five of coins is a red flag that you're about to enter the memory chamber of hell. But why do you want to? These old emotional wounds are healing, so you don't need to open them up again. Seriously, Cancer, go distract yourself with some sexting, self-care, or a new TV series. Anything to avoid torturing yourself over something in the past that you can do absolutely nothing about now. (laughs) And I was like, I will be calling it the memory chamber of hell moving forward. (laughs) Because the way that my brain works is horrific. (laughs) But... (laughs) I say I texted it to Katie and Katie was like, so stop. That's the best advice you've ever gotten. (laughs) Stop. Yeah, Katie was like, that's like when people are like, oh, you're depressed? Be happy. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're gonna dive into a memory hole that you can't get yourself out of? Stop it. (laughs) She's like, that's that's gold. Dude. I'm telling you, when I, when I like realized after my mom passed away that what I was feeling was depression, like it took me a minute to understand that that's what it was. Cause I was like, why, why, why is this whatever happening? And I realized what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I, that I recognize what this is and that, I, you know, I'm able to kind of like work my way through it. and people would, you know, everybody always comes up to you like, how are you doing? How are you doing? And lots of times you're just like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm, you know, everything's good. Da, 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 da. And so like, there are people though that I like trusted closer that I would be like, I'm, I'm realized that I'm depressed. And here are the things that like, why I realized I'm depressed. And they're like, you don't have anything to be depressed about. Just be happy. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that fixed it. No, uh-huh, thanks. <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. That's not the way that it works. So stop. <laughs> yeah. So stop. Katie's like, that is the greatest bit of advice you could have received today. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And then she's like, okay, tell me mine. Mm-hmm. So her says, you're, you're pumped this week. It's great to feel so positive And this is you. This is you at your best. The four of wands shows you're on top. You're looking at ways you can get promoted or earn more. And you're also looking for ways you can use these extra riches to enhance your home and lifestyle. You want to live better, get more and expand your life. You're figuring out how to do so. Good luck. You got this. Nice. But the one, the general card for everyone this week is the empress. Oh, so let's look nice. at the people. Look after the people you love. It's all that matters in the end. The Empress is a card of universal love, healing, and nurturing, and that's the kind of energy we all need to put out if we want the world to be a better place. Start small. Tell your loved ones how much they matter to you. Think about how you can support your coworkers. Look at your community and figure out where you can make a difference. Put some love into your corner of the world. So let me just show you what my sister does. You matter this much <laughs> to me today. <laughs> that's cute and i had to just scroll and scroll and scroll to get to to me today she's so maybe cute. more than that but i didn't want to annoy you dude that little kid and so she said talk about our tarot cards on the podcast i'm telling you little little katie 
she's great <laughs> she is the best but it was just so funny she's like so stop i was like yeah exactly yeah that's the way you handle it for sure i have been watching um the bachelor for the first time in my life interesting because i wanted to understand what katie and courtney were talking about okay and so katie doesn't normally watch the regular season she watches the bachelorette which i guess is a regular season or she watches bachelor in paradise which is like some kind of redemption show for people who are not chosen on the bachelor okay or the bachelorette so then they all end up on this like island and they're hooking up anyways that's when I, that's my understanding of it so i've been watching the bachelor it comes on on monday nights it is two hours long no every monday so freaking long and is it worth it um let me tell you it is the most wild thing i've ever seen in my life i love a good reality show and i love a good love reality show but this is just psychotic like these girls are crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> they are absolutely insane. Okay. And they're like fighting with each other. This last episode, they started this rumor that some girl was like a prostitute or I mean an escort. She's an escort for the rich dudes in Chicago. And they Are you sure it's just a rumor? Well, she says it's she says it's inherently false. Okay. And this girl who is like, I don't know, she's not really meddling, but she kind of is like the one that everybody talks to. She's like had enough. So she goes to, I think his name's Matt, the bachelor. <laughs> she goes to him. I think, I think his name is Matt. <laughs> she goes to him and she's like, you need to know that they're starting these rumors and they could in really impact people's lives because she's like the only one thinking about like the things that they're doing are on TV. Oh, right, right, right. So she's like, you need to know that this is happening. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the episode tomorrow that's supposed to be on is like where he confronts them about this madness that they're spouting off. And there's this like horrible girl who is not pretty enough to be as hateful as she is. Who's like, she's like, um, I'm the queen and everybody else is a peasant. No, she said, these are the words she said. I'm the queen and everybody else is the gestures. The gestures. Gestures? Gest- <laughs> gesture? Yeah, she meant jesters. <laughs> and she said gestures. Oh my. And I was like, what the hell is happening on this show? but she's horrible she's a horrible human being and like this girl who went home because she's like i can't deal with this like my brain can't handle this yeah she's like i'm jealous i'm jealous every time he hangs out with somebody else like i've got enough stuff going on at home like i can't do this is not healthy yeah i can't do this and um this one girl was like uh well you need to make sure because i don't want him to i don't want him to be like well if she was here i would have picked her but now she's not here so i'm gonna pick somebody else And so, uh, like, so at first she was like, I'm going to go home. But then she talked to him and he was like, please don't go home. Like, I want you to stay. So then she was going to stay. But then this horrible girl was like, um, well, you better hope that your connection with him is real because we're about to make your life hell in this house. And I was like, you, you are terrible. And then they brought five new girls on and everybody has like lost their minds. They keep calling the original group. They keep calling themselves the OGs or the varsity squad. And I'm just never. This is why I don't like having girlfriends. 
I'm not good at it. I hate the way that they interact with each other. And I would rather just be like, I don't care what you do. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care. Do what you want to do. Do what you have to do. It is wild, though. It is a wild show. I understand why people are so invested in it. I'm glad I've never. I'm not really invested in it, but I'm just like every week I just stare at my TV with like my eyes are like, bonk. they're like huge because I can't believe it. And then and then the most offensive part to me is yeah. that they have this like rose ceremony where he decides who he's keeping and who he's letting go. Okay. And there's only a, a set number of roses, so obviously, like, a huge chunk of girls go home every week. hmm And this dumb host dude comes out, and he's like, this is the final rose. Like, they can't all see it, and they're not all calculating in their brains, like, who, oh, there's three roses left, and I don't have one. There's two roses left, and I don't have one. There's one rose left, and I don't have I mean, you can see it all over their oh, faces. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. he's not going to pick me, and they're, like, ready to have their meltdown, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. No, man. I'd be like, please, is it me? Jesus, send me home. <laughs> like, <laughs> my Monday nights are reserved for Below Deck, and that's trauma enough. Below Deck is a wild ride. It is. My Monday nights used to be for The Prodigal Son, which is one of my most favorite shows these it's days. It's coming back. It's back on. It's on oh, it's Tuesdays on. now. Oh, okay. Which actually works out nicely for me because I spend Monday night watching this godforsaken two-hour-long show. Mm-hmm. Then I watch Prodigal Son on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. Thursday, I watch Southern Charm. Uh-huh. Friday, I play video games with my <laughs> cousins. That actually is not usually how it goes. It's usually I watch every single thing on Thursday night. But it's <laughs> funny. I do enjoy the the fact that I get to record things and like watch it later, like whenever. Like so, Tuesday nights something's on and that records, but I'm watching Jerry Jonestown Massacre live on the YouTube. Nice. And so then I watch whatever show it is later, and then. Wednesdays are Real Housewives of Orange County. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I thought I was pulling up Logic and I pulled up the capture card. So I hope that that doesn't mess things up. Oh, okay. we're good. Um, so, and then um, Wednesdays are OC and Salt Lake City. But I think OC is almost over. But. It is over. They just toasted at the end of the reunion. Oh, yeah, they did. And But Real Housewives of New Jersey is coming back. Huh. And. One other one. And I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Something's coming on on Summer Thursdays. House. Oh, yeah. Summer House. February 4th. That's this week. Yeah. And Summer House is going to be good. Summer House is going to be good. I really like Hannah. I love Hannah. Um, I love the people that are on Summer House. They're overly dramatic in all the right ways. And this summer, because of COVID, they were um, locked in. Like everybody had to be tested and stuff. And then they went, they went to the Summer House and they weren't allowed to leave for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So they're living together and working together. Well, that's because they live in New York. Yes. Not they, during yeah. that time. So Right. They live in New York City. live and work in New York City. Yeah. So it should be really good. I'm very excited to see it. It's going to be so dramatic. The thing yeah. about that I like about the Summer House people is that they they do every single thing that they're doing because they are on a TV show. <laughs> I agree. 100%. They are not at all trying to pretend that they're living a normal life. Right. They are. They do everything over the top, dramatic, the explosions, because they, they know they're on TV. Yep. Yeah. They're not like uh, like the Real Housewives who are just like trying to be like, this is how we live every day. Yeah. No. Summer yeah. House, they, are, they know they're getting filmed one weekend for every single weekend of the summer. Like, yeah. 
I do really enjoy though the, recently. So I don't know if you remember when Real Housewives of Orange County started and I was like, this is going to be good. It was low budget and it and it really was looking at how these people live their lives behind these gates in Coda de Casa or whatever it is um, in Orange County. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. It, it, was, it was really good. Now it is very much, we are going to put you in these situations and you guys do these things. And, and we have learned over the last couple of years that basically when they're not filming, they're not talking to each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's, it's really interesting to see, you know, and then there's like people that come on like Bronwyn. Everybody hates Bronwyn for some reason. And they're like, I'm not coming back if she's coming back. Like Kelly, whatever her name was. I was like, Kelly, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares what Kelly Dodd does. Kelly Dodd. When she said she was black, I just about lost my mind. I was like, I don't watch the reunion show. I didn't watch Real Housewives of Orange County since the people that I like left. Yeah. But it's not, this may be my last season because I'm like, it's just, but Andy Cohen said that they're getting a reboot. So I don't think any of those people are coming back. Oh, okay. I think they're doing new Real Housewives. And did you see Real Housewives of New York City? They're bringing back like Jill Zarin. Like they're getting rid of a bunch of people, Finally. and they're bringing bringing back, back some Jill. good actual people to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and Jill's life after she left the Real Housewives was very like I'm interested. You know, like Bobby passed away, like he had cancer and stuff, and Jill took over the the business, and she has kept it going and she's made it better and she's like her story is actually very interesting to me and you know and the fact that she lost the love of her life and she's just kind of making her life better but without you know she's not worried about getting into a relationship with anybody else she's she wants to make it better for her and her daughter yeah you know I mean although her Allie is an adult but she's like, I've got this business empire that I need to keep going in in Bobby's honor and I need to the Zarin name is a name I need to keep good and like, I just like, I kind of really like what I've seen outside of the spotlight. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see the spotlight come back. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. Anyway, are we ready for thanks for the memories? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to take a break or anything? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good too. So the roster is back in action. The roster is back. Let's, let's hear about it. The roster is, um... Well, it's, I mean, it's back for now. Honestly, it could be gone by the time we post this. Oh, okay. Okay. But at the moment, there are a few people that I'm juggling. Okay. That I think it will be interesting. Mm-hmm. There, <laughs> I was swiping around as I do when I'm playing games with my cousins and my siblings. And I was like looking through stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, look at this dog, you guys. Actually, this was like on a random night because I think I sent it to you and Katie as well. Uh-huh. I'm like, look at this dog. So cute little French bulldog. Angry looking little thing. I was so excited about it. <laughs> I could not stop laughing at this dog because he also had like little shark slippers on. <laughs> and I was absolutely obsessed with that. And so I like accepted his like. And then we were talking. And I think we're going out this week. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. Um, and then there's this other guy that I've been kind of talking to and then another guy that I've been talking to and the other guy, the third guy, he, um, is super like, (laughs) 
he's like super country. <laughs> I've discovered like as I'm talking to him, mm-hmm. like he was like, oh, I went to Billy Bob's. And I was like, who still goes to Billy Bob's as like an adult? <laughs> and then I realized people who like like country music still go to Billy Bob's as an adult. Who uh-huh. like want to go see the concerts and stuff. Yep. That took me a minute because I was like, what the heck? We're 29 years old. Why are you still going to Billy Bob's? Oh, you're not going in college. Like, right. You're not because, going on Thursday nights to learn how to two step. Right. And pretzel. Right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, that one kind of threw me off a little bit. But we've been talking and he was like, you know, as guys do, where they're like, so do you really like football? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because he's like, do you really like it? Or is this just like a ploy? Because we have been like talking and he's like, I got to know, like, and I was like, do you think that I would be talking about it the way that I am? Like, we're talking about, like, the championship games and, like, who's playing what and what do I really think about, like, who's going to win the Super Bowl and all this stuff. Which, honestly, like, I'm over the Chiefs. I know they only won one one Super Bowl, but I'm over, like, I don't know. Something about them irks me as much as I love Travis Kelsey because I do really love Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, But... My dad brought up a good point when I was hanging out with him, and he was like, don't you want Tom Brady to win another ring? And I was like... Kind of. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So even though I was rooting for the Packers, I really wanted the Packers to win. Mm -hmm. Once the Packers were not going to win anymore, I was like, all right, I'm in for Brady getting another ring. Yeah, well, and, you know, getting a ring without the Patriots is kind of a big deal too. Yeah. You know? So because they're the first team to play um the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Slated to play in Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, dad was like, I want Brady to win all I want him to have ten rings. And I was like, that is a bold Yeah. Would have been better if he hadn't lost two in a row to the Giants, but we're not gonna go over that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and then everybody here since Brandon Mahomes, what's his name, Mahomes? Brandon Mahomes. Brandon Mahoney. Brand Mahomes no. with James Mahomes. Patrick. Patrick. Isn't Mah- it Patrick? I don't know. Whatever. It's the Mah- dude from Texas Tech. It's Mahomes, right? It is Mahomes. Yeah, so he's a Texas boy. So everybody here, we hear a lot about the Chiefs because of him. Who? Who hears a lot about the Chiefs I do. because of him? I do. Oh, you need new friends. Okay. <laughs> okay, I could be down with that. I maybe need to do. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need. I have a lot of friends who went to tech, and I don't have anybody who talks to me about. Oh, that's it. interesting because I hear about it all the freaking time. <laughs> so, so your roster is in play right now. It may yeah. not be for very long. Probably not because I get bored. But yeah. I'm trying not to. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Also, clearly, I'm going to go down some memory chamber of hell so so yeah let's not bring back any old players back into well, the game my my dms this last week were like like a graveyard like a haunted house situation <laughs> they they were just old old ghosts popping up all over the place yeah like, wanting to uh talk to me again and i just was like where did this come from mm-hmm. but i did something a little bit dumb <laughs> Dumber than a thirst trap on Snapchat. Hey, that's not ever dumb, okay? <laughs> it's just a little bit of a reach. Okay. Um, plus, I looked good. I, so. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I remember losing my mind at how cute you were. Yeah. Anyways, so I unblocked this guy that I had blocked. Oh, boy. And as soon as he was unblocked. Well, he didn't. 
I mean, I think he did notice, but it took him a little bit Uh to uh, like message me. Uh And he was like the yesterday, it was yesterday. I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to mind my business, getting ready for my dad's brunch. And he's like messaging me. And I was like, you know, like, even though he has sent me like a couple of messages, like here and there, like Uh talking to me Uh yesterday, he was really like trying to talk. And so I'm like responding and stuff. And then all of a sudden he goes, Hey, you know, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, well, no, I didn't know that because I've had you blocked. But I was like, but, um, okay. Like, good for you. And he's like, I mean, we can still like talk and hang out. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, I don't think so. And he was like, no, really? It's like, okay. And I was like, no, like I've told you this before. I have said these, we've had this entire conversation before. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, Yeah. I don't know why I keep doing it to myself. Just block him and be done. I know. Don't ever worry about it again. Like I knew it was a bad idea. And I, cause I was like looking through the people that I blocked and I was Uh like, uh, that was kind of rude. Like I shouldn't have blocked him. So I unblocked him. Uh and then yeah. I was then like, you're like, oh, no, yeah, I should have blocked no, him. No, yep, I should have left that the way that it was. Yep. I did unblock a few people that I was like, eh, maybe, we'll see. But we'll see if they, like, slide back in. My sweet um, friend who is <laughs> <laughs> just so stinking adorable, he was texting me the other day. And he's like, hey, Ivy, how's it going? <laughs> and yeah. I was like, hi. <laughs> and we talked for, like, that day, and then that was it. But All I was right. like, what is happening here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you let up the, the fair I did. Yep. I did. That happens. I had everybody. <gasps> <laughs> so yesterday I was out with Anna and Mandy uh-huh. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about, you know, like how young me and your dad were. And then like my next boyfriend and blah, 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 blah. And like how you, it's it's kind of amazing how like this person who was my boyfriend and was like, everything to me now like I don't even ever think about him unless somebody like brings up something that reminds me you know Mm -hmm. and so Mandy was like I want to see what he looked like and she pulled up his Facebook and I just started cracking up I was all it's hilarious to me that that I thought that this man was so freaking good looking (laughs) I was like not that he's ugly he had the rose colored glasses yeah right but in my head he was just absolutely perfect and then now I see him and I'm like wow interesting (laughs) it made me giggle so anyway beauty is in the eye of the beholder I mean, I think that it's true, though. Like, you step away from that relationship and you're like, what the f- was I thinking? Yeah. Like, yeah. what the heck, man? Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you have something more to say or do you want to do red flags versus no, deal breakers? No, we can go into red flags versus deal breakers. Okay. I'll tell you something. I have to tell you something not on. Okay. Not on, so, the, on the. So, the other day I was on Facebook and I have a, a really sweet girlfriend who, um, posted on her Facebook and she was like, you know, red flags versus deal breakers. And she was like, but what about green flags? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. It's so funny that you brought that up because today I received a notification about a video on TikTok that was called green flags. Interesting. 
So maybe these will overlap. Okay. So I wanted to review these green flags with you before we go into red flags versus deal breaker questions. Okay. Okay. So green flags. I have to make this a little bit bigger because I'm getting old. Okay. Number one, they apologize when they are wrong. Mm -hmm. And that means a true apology, not... I'm sorry if you took it that way, or I'm sorry that you feel like that, or I'm sorry, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I am sorry that I did they, they, a real apology. Okay. Their words and behaviors align. Yes. Yes. They encourage your connection with others, friends and family. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal because there are a lot of times where the person that you're dating doesn't want you to have relationships outside of them, even friendships. And not that they don't want you to have it, but they kind of stifle it. And so then you kind of naturally are like, well, I really do want to spend all my time with this person. So I will let these things go. We, we Everybody does it all the time, men and women. So anyway, good green flag. Um, they speak about their ex-partners with respect. Yeah. Yes. They communicate clearly and honestly. Mm-hmm. They set honor and respect boundaries. I love that one. Um, they show up authentically and offer you space to do the same. They are intentional about resolving conflict. They are actively working on growth and healing. They share compatible goals for the relationship. Um, and they make you feel, they make you feel seen, heard, and appreciated. I like those. I like them too. And especially that, um, intentional about resolving conflict because I have been in relationships before where I have been scared of conflict because of the way that it was handled and I do feel that that is a really important thing to be able to have even in your friendships to be able to say to someone I don't agree with you or I think that you're wrong or this is the way that that made me feel and it's a it is a conflict but you're able to resolve it in a way that you guys both come out of it feeling seen and heard and valued and like you you have resolved that thing or you've got it in a place where if it comes up again you're able to address it in a way that you know you're not scared scared of it which is a big deal yeah and um that the shares compatible goals that's i think it is important for people especially i have noticed lately that i'm getting a lot of messages that say like what do you want or what do you I think it's there at least in the guys that I'm talking to there's been a shift into like not so much like what are like not so much focusing on the negative but like making sure that like things align because I think that is important and I think it is important too because it's very easy to be like that's a red flag and like move on when really I'm not justifying red flags, but you, you also need to be looking for the green flags. You need to be looking and being like, does this person, not that it needs to be like some imaginary, like checklist, not, I'm not talking about like a checklist where Mm -hmm. you're like, I want somebody who's this tall and has blue eyes and has brown hair and has Mm -hmm. his life together and like superficial things. I think, th- I, and that's important too. And it's okay. It it's mm-hmm. okay to say that that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, like you have to just. You should also be looking for green flags, or you should have a list of things that you're like, okay, that is a good. Yeah, this is good for me. Yeah, and you should really pay attention. Like, 
you know, with going through this stuff with my, with my, my back, my chiropractor is very much like, how is your body feeling when you do this? Like when you do these stretches, how are you feeling? When you're doing these breathing exercises, how are you feeling? When you're walking, how are you, you know, like he's wanting to make sure of that I'm checking in with like my body all the time. And I think emotionally the same thing how are you feeling when you're having a conversation with this person or you are in their presence or you know what I mean like does it feel good does it feel right do you feel anxious do you feel like maybe you're frustrated like how is it feeling in that relationship with that person yeah like listening to yourself because you're right because there are some things that that might be red flags but if you are in a space with that person where you're able to talk about things and you're able to address them and you're able to yeah, maybe we've understand. Gone, we've gone over a lot of red flags that I'm like, well, can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can that be fixed? Because it's a red flag if it can't be fixed. But if it can be fixed, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times the. the can we speed this up? Yeah. Thank lot of, you. A lot of times the green green flags, you know, outweigh the red. So, okay. Red flags versus deal breakers makes loose plans with you we kind of have talked about this before i think i feel like a lot of times that people are coming up with the same stuff just wording it differently yeah. <laughs> yeah like like i don't really love loose plans here's why it's not a red flag or a deal breaker to me mm-hmm. it's just something that i don't like right because if you make a loose plan with me the thing is that i won't follow up with you so mm-hmm. if you make a loose plan with me, then you have to be the one willing to ask me if we're still doing it that day. Because I will not. Oh, yeah. Ask. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like if you're like, hey, are we like, let's go do this thing at this time. But you, not even like, let's go do this thing. No date, no time, no nothing. No, mm-hmm. no yeah. talking to me until. Yeah, yeah let's even go get coffee say, on Sunday. <laughs> but then you don't talk to me from Tuesday to Sunday. Then yeah. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not following up with you. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, like I, I kind of feel too like, oh, let's go do this thing on Sunday. But like, if something else comes up and you don't message me, then we're not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, it feels like if you've got something better that comes up, then, then we're not going to do that. Um, bites the ice cream cone instead of licking the ice cream cone. <laughs> That's pretty weird funny, question. but it could really <laughs> bother people. I guess it could really bother people. It doesn't I mean, bother me either way. It doesn't way. bother me either way. Yeah, because I do the same. Just don't touch my ice cream and that's will be fine. <laughs> um, I think we did talk about this one already, so we'll skip that. Um, doesn't like pets of any kind. They like, they don't, they don't, not that they don't want them, they don't like them. Oh, we've talked about this. Um, but I think that it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But I, like, I am fine not having a pet. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. Sometimes I do really want one. Yeah. Especially when I go, like, hang out with people who have pets. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, I, I'm i fine. I like not having the responsibility of having a pet. True that. Like, every once in a while I'm like, oh, did I do this too soon? Like, was I really ready for another dog? But I love Buddy. I love him so much, so I'm happy. Um, This, this last one is feminizing everything. Everything's a female. Their cars, their... That doesn't bother me. No? I call everything dude. (laughs) Everything is a dude. Everything's a dude. It doesn't bother me. If you want to call your house a girl or your car a girl, I don't care. It doesn't matter to you. It doesn't doesn't diminish it for you. Doesn't mean anything to me. 
So, yeah, I think that, that keeping in mind the green flags is a great reminder. I really, really love that. And um, red flags versus deal breakers is fun. I like this little conversation we have each week. But um, I've got just a quick little music minute. Torn up, DJ out of Fort Worth, um, Tori Finley. He has got a new album out that is available on Spotify and all sorts of other places. Um he does great things where he really talks about and addresses um, real issues that he's facing as a black man in Fort Worth. And so it's, it, they're, it's amazing to listen to, especially for people who don't face the same things that he does. It's a real education. And then um, um, the Mammal Virus had a C- an album single release the other day, and it was a lot of fun. They kept it at 40 people inside Mass, and it was a good time. I had a great time there. So... Check out the new album from Torn Up, and also check out the new single from the Mammal Virus. And Neil McAllister is releasing music. Yes. And he's going to be on our show next time. That's awesome. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I'm very excited. Very cool. So he's he's releasing music, and he's going to be our guest next. Yay. Next podcast. Next podcast. Episode 30. And it's about Valentine's Day because it's going to be on Valentine's <laughs> it Day. It will be on Valentine's Day. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I'm very excited. Me too. All right. Well, thank you for having me in your home today, Ivy. <laughs> what a weird way to end the I show. Was, I Love was, you mean it. I was going to say something else. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>